0: Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner Audrey Christie. Hey, friends, today we're talking about supporting depression naturally. And before we dive into how to support depression naturally and the information about depression, I want you to know that this is in no way, absolutely no way, shaming medication usage. Sometimes we need medication to get us through things. And so I want to encourage you, whether you're on medication for depression or not, to tune in, listen to the podcast, listen to the information that I'm going to give you. And then if you're on medication, and you're looking to get off of it, then that is something that you need to work one-on-one with a practitioner like myself, or another practitioner that can communicate between you and your doctor to help you ease off of these medications. Um, because you can't stop antidepressant medicine cold turkey often, many times, depending on the medication, but many times you cannot. So. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so excited you're listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist. I help you heal, period. I help you heal from autoimmune disease, chronic illness, those symptoms that just won't get away, go away or get away. Um, and then I also help you heal from acute issues. So when you know a wound is in healing or when you are having um, ringing in your ears or you have seasonal allergies, which is a chronic problem, but more on that later. So I cover both the acute and chronic issues. Um, my favorite thing to do is to help people who have been told by doctors that they can't get better, get better, and give a big middle finger <laughs> or a big bless your heart to those physicians um, and prove them wrong. So, thank you for hanging out with me today. Today, we're talking about depression. Um, and depression is a very serious issue, a very serious mood disorder, and it um, is usually most people's depression looks like symptoms that interfere with feelings and thoughts and actions and daily functioning. Um, according to some numbers, um, depression affects more than 300 million people globally. So some of the signs, some of the symptoms are, um, are, and really the signs, symptoms, and the duration and frequency and the severity of them really depend on the individual. Um, but some of the signs of depression include feeling hopeless and guilty and worthless or helpless. They can um, include disturbed sleep, low or um, depressed mood, a change in appetite, even a change in weight, if you don't notice a change in appetite, um, decreased energy or fatigue, even if you haven't done anything that's really been exerting that day, difficulty concentrating or remembering. And then the things that normally make you happy just don't anymore, right? And it's kind of those symptoms in various varying frequencies and severities all the way up to including um, suicidal thoughts or attempts. So there's really a broad scale of depression. It seems that these troubles tend to stick out even more around the holidays. So what what causes depression? What are the risk factors for depression? Um, One, we know that being depressed once, having one bout of depression, whether you seek medical attention for it or not, is a strong predictor of having future episodes. Um, there is such a variety of genetic and biological, environmental, and psychological factors that come together to create this. Just like any other diagnosis, any other issue, any other health concern, it is a tree with many roots. But some things are genetics, right? We know that, um, mood disorders can be passed down genetically, but as I've said a bunch of times, Genetics loads the gun and then your lifestyle is what pulls the trigger. And that includes your uh, nutrition as well. Um, Gender can, it's kind of ties into genetics, but we know that depression happens more often in females. Um, Major stress, trauma or life events. And that's not just for you. That goes for previous generations as well. Again, that's embedded in genetic code, but you can pass down trauma from generationally, from generation to generation. Uh, There are chronic medical conditions that lead to or have a side effect of um, depression. And that can be anything from leaky gut to big diagnoses like stroke, cancer, Um, that sort of thing. We know that those have roots in inflammation. Um, and then certain medications, PPIs, antihypertensives, pain medication, um, can be a cause or a risk factor for, uh, depression. The root causes are just about the same as they are for any other, um, health issue. I see a lot of heavy metal toxicity. I see a lot of leaky gut. I see a lot of, um mold toxicity related to or uh, being one of the root causes for depression. And once we get that cleared up, then it's much easier to kind of see your way out of the fog, reduce your medication and safely wean off those things. Now, usually depression is something, especially if you're having suicidal ideations or tendencies or thoughts, it's something that you're going to gonna want to get urgent or emergent, um, conventional care for, and then work backwards to find your root cause. Usually in conventional care, it's addressed using a combination of medication and therapy. Um, and then someone like me comes in to help with dietary and lifestyle interventions on the, once that acute issue has been resolved, right? Um, some things that you can do to improve depression. So some things that you can do, um, in conjunction with your conventional medical doctor, is to exercise regularly. Um, you can practice mindfulness such as meditation. Meditation or mindfulness apps are really, really helpful. I like uh, Calm, Insight Timer. And then there's two that I'm not familiar with, but other people have recommended 10% Happier and Stop, Breathe, and Think. And those are just two that I've heard from clients that they've said, Oh, I really like this one. Um, the ones I use are Insight Timer. Um, I have Calm. I don't use it very often, but I do enjoy Insight Timer. And then there's one that is a, let's see, it's a little orange app, and I can remember the meditation that it does. Headspace. That's the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> um, another intervention for you to do on your own to DIY is diet. So we know that dietary patterns focusing on whole foods um, helps to reduce the risk of depression. It also helps to reduce pre- pre- uh, depression in general. So looking at things like avoiding high uh, dairy products, um, limiting potatoes, avoiding processed meat, avoiding red meat, beef, pork and veal, um, avoiding refined grains and glutens and cutting out refined sugars. And then eating things that are rich and full of antioxidants like dark chocolates, nuts, berries, leafy greens, all the herbs and spices. Extra virgin olive oil, um, having a lot of fish, so wild caught fish like salmon, trout and mackerel, fruit, um, having plenty of veggies and eating things like rice and gluten free oats can also be beneficial. Now, if you are not diagnosed with clinical depression or major depressive disorder, then there are some things that you can do supplementally to help. Well, one thing I want to talk about real quick, I didn't touch on this in causes and risk factors, but... Um, I see this a lot in women on birth control. And when we take birth control for extended periods of time, it increases our copper, which increases the conversion of dopamine to norepinephrine and epinephrine. And guess what that does? It increases anxiety, paranoia, restlessness, insomnia, depression, and panic. So we see females, and I mentioned that a little bit, but I didn't, I forgot to mention that um, we see females a lot with significant Issues in anxiety and depression and panic and insomnia and even further downstream, high blood pressure, number of other issues, all from taking birth control pills. Um, I experience these issues personally myself, but I've also worked with hundreds of women that have experienced them. And it is common to search in the PubMed database for birth control pills. This is real stuff, right? So some side note, if you are having feelings of depression or anxiety, and you're on birth control pills, um, you might want to look at removing that culprit ASAP. Now, if you're just looking for something, something to support you to support your mind to support your mental health, um, support you through depression, then I can make a few recommendations. Now, again, if you're already taking a um, medication for depression, then you're not going to want to take these, right? But you can treat depression with amino acids. So depending on the type of medication and not medication, depending on the type of depression or the root cause reasons for your depression, you can consider things like amino HDH, like 5-HTP, like um a triblend of magnesium, like St. John's wort, like taking omega-3s, a rhodiola extract, and there's even a, something called Botanica mood tonic that can be really helpful at evening out the moods. Now, it depends on what kind of depression you are experiencing as to what combination of amino acids that you will need to rebalance that. So, So let's talk about that a little bit. So when it comes to mental health, you really want to focus on four neurotransmitters, serotonin, uh, GABA, endorphins, and catecholamines, okay? They all have different effects on our mood. When you have enough serotonin, you feel positive, confident, easygoing, and happy. But if you're low in serotonin, you might feel irritable or like super negative or even not be getting enough sleep, when you're high in the catecholamines, you probably feel energized and alert. But if you're low, you'll feel very fatigued, very low energy, very down, right? When you're high in GABA, you feel relaxed and calm. But if you're too low in GABA, you'll feel wired or anxious, kind of like a caffeine high when you get too much caffeine. Um, You might feel stressed or overwhelmed. And then when you have enough Uh, endorphins, you feel pleasure and generally comfortable, but being too low in endorphins can make you um, touchy, like a little ticking time bomb, maybe even overly sensitive, you're not able to take a joke. So we know that these low levels of neurotransmitters can lead to things like depressed moods or anxiety or however you want to label it. Um, So it makes sense that using these same neurotransmitters in our body help to naturally regulate our moods. Okay. So, the first step in using something like amino acids to support depression is to restore su- sufficient neurotransmitter levels in your body. Um, you can change your nutrition and your lifestyle of course to support these things uh, and i 'm not going to go too in depth on how to do everything how to do that in this episode. We talked a little bit about about foods to add and foods to enjoy or foods to take away and foods to enjoy. Um, And that is definitely the first step. If there's still need for improvement after these steps are taken. And again, this is not for people who are already on antidepressant medications. I'm not telling you or asking you to get off of those, that requires one-on-work with a practitioner and the prescribing physician in order to do that safely and successfully. But amino acid therapy, for those of you who aren't on medication yet and aren't having suicidal ideations, um, and you have tweaked your nutrition, then amino acid therapy is kind of the next step to provide some quick relief. Most people notice a few hours A a difference in the first few hours, if not the first few days. And then if you go all the way to two weeks and you don't notice um, any improvement, then it's generally not the best fit. Um, This can work with kids as well, too. But you have to be really careful with the dosing. Um, So I encourage you to, again, work with a practitioner, either myself, I work with kids age three and up. um, But you want to work with kiddos, uh, closely with a practitioner if you don't understand dosing, okay? Um, you also generally want to check with your doctor if you don't have a practitioner before you put kiddos on this stuff. And your doctor has to be knowledgeable in this stuff. If they're not, they're going to say no because they don't know, right? Um, okay, uh, it can it can be easy to get um, too much of a particular amino acid. So after taking aminos for enough time, you start to realize you don't need them anymore. you might even start to feel too relaxed, getting sleepy during the day, getting a slight headache um, from a dose that used to make you feel amazing. And so when you start to see improvement, from this. Um, It's called serotonin syndrome. When you start to see improvement and then your symptoms come back because you're getting too much. This can happen with any nutrient. It's not just this protocol. Um, But it's just a sign from the body that you don't need that supplement anymore. Um, And so you can start to to wean off of them, wind down. All right. So specifically for depression, serotonin deficiency is one of the most common issues, right? Low levels of serotonin can lead to both anxiety or depression, even though they feel like they're on opposite ends of the scale. Um, But it can also be related to a lot of other things. If your levels of serotonin are high enough, like I mentioned, you feel super happy and super positive. But if they're low, you feel kind of low self-esteem, obsessive, angry, irritable, fearful, all of those things. Um, physically, you can even have some physical symptoms that go along with this, like it, um, gut issues or heart problems, sleep issues, uh, body pain. You could be craving carbs or alcohol or drugs because those things give us those serotonin hits. Now, serotonin in our human suits is synthesized from something called tryptophan. And you might have heard of tryptophan. It's the what people say is the, the sleep, the sleepy thing that makes um, makes you want to take a nap after your Thanksgiving feast. Um, that's not entirely true, but that's a discussion for another day. But that tryptophan converts into something called 5-HTP, which then converts to serotonin. Um, So you might not have enough serotonin if you don't have tryptophan in your diet, for example, Um, or if your body can't make enough 5-HTP or serotonin to keep your mood up. If um, you're natural, so you could be inhibiting your own serotonin with caffeine, with alcohol, with artificial sweeteners and with stress, um, with lack of sunlight or lack of movement. So keep that in mind as well. You could be inhibiting your own. That's why I always say make the nutrition and lifestyle changes first before jumping into amino acid therapy. Now, after those diet lifestyle factors have been addressed, then you can try to sub to supplement with something like 5-HTP, which is short for 5-hydroxytryptophan. So that way, your body can make its own 5-HTP to convert to serotonin, but it has to have enough tryptophan from food to do that. Right? It has to. So even with the supplement, you your serotonin production doesn't have to entirely depend on food, but it needs to have some. So, um, 5-HTP in studies actually matches or outperforms things like Prozac, um, SSRIs, and other antidepressants. So, and it doesn't have any of the negative side effects. Um, Some people feel a difference immediately. Some people feel a difference in just a few days. And others, it takes a few weeks. If you have gotten to two weeks with no improvement, it's probably not for you. Now, some people need more help beyond 5-HTP. And some people need um, something different than 5-HTP. If 5-HTP and tryptophan aren't working, then you can look at herbs like St. John's wort, like rhodiola, like SAM-E. Those things might be a better fit. As far as dosage is concerned, I recommend people take the 5-HTP and or tryptophan uh, twice a day, usually mid-afternoon or late afternoon, and then around bedtime. So for me, that's like 9pm. Um, if your symptoms really trouble you in the morning, then taking them in the mornings might help. Uh, so I recommend starting with one 50 milligram capsule in the afternoon. And this is again, not to meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. This is just like, if you came to me as a friend, and we're like, Hey, Audrey, I need help with this. So I'm just sharing what what might help for you, right? So you can do 150 uh, one milligram capsule in the afternoon and then go up to two, which is 100 milligrams, if you don't get much benefit from that within the hour. And then you can add a third if you don't notice anything in yet another hour. And this will kind of help you figure out your dose somewhere between 50 and 150 milligrams. Um, and then take that same dose between 9 and 10 p.m. if you have sleep issues. Now, if your symptoms only happen in the evening, you can also just move your mid-afternoon dose closer to dinner or take it at bedtime. You should not be taking more than four to six capsules in a day. Um, unless you're super deficient, you might need more. But again, we're fixing that nutrition first. Um, The same instructions would apply if you're taking tryptophan instead of 5-HTP, but a tryptophan capsule generally contains 500 milligrams. And so the suggested dose is one to two mid-afternoon and then one to two around bedtime. Okay, so there are other things to do. There are other things you can do in combination with this. Again, St. John's Wort, SAM-E, and there are doses for that as well. If you have questions, if you want to try something, feel free to reach out. Um, If you are experiencing chronic depression or deep depression or major depressive disorder, then this is something, again, I can't harp enough that you have to work with a practitioner and the prescribing physician in order to get help. If you are having major depressive disorder, if you're having huge bouts of depression, if you are um, suicidal, please, please, please get help immediately. Um, Don't wait, don't try natural things, we can always come back and take the natural approach later. So all that to say, to wrap this up, there are things to do, there are root causes, and there are steps to take so that you don't have to live with depression for the rest of your life, um, so that you can get better, you can heal, you can feel excited and vibrant about the day. And uh, I wanted to share this with you because I get lots of questions, they seem to, I seem to get an uptick of these questions around the holiday season. So know that you can get better and anyone who tells you otherwise is full of Bologna. Not full of turkey because they would have the tryptophan and they would know, but um, full of baloney So uh, I encourage you to dive deep, to do research, to figure out what your root cause is. I'm here to help if you need it. And as always, I am rooting for you, friend, um, to start your own root cause revolution. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.